January 22nd, 2022 at 9.18 a.m. Hey y'all, welcome back to Everybody's Got a Story. I'm glad you're here. So I had it on my mind and heart to talk about being better for the babies. So many of us grow up in different environments and so many of us are conditioned to different ways of being. But what about that child that is born into a family where they basically had to be on their own to the point where they eventually became a latchkey kid as they got older because either both the parents weren't emotionally available or weren't physically there or one of the parents weren't emotionally available and wasn't physically there and as a result that child had to pass through so many different hands as a way of learning uh, his or her place in this world, being passed through so many hands and being conditioned by all of those different hands. Let's say a child is born to a father who wasn't physically there and the mother wasn't emotionally available to the child because the mother was more interested in things, materials, money, and using people for those things. Maybe the mother was more interested in hanging with their friends than being a mom. So it, you know, makes it easier for the mom to just drop the child off here, there, and everywhere. But by doing that, you are opening up to many ways for your child to be abused, whether it be emotionally, verbally, physically, mentally. There are children that are made to be sex slaves. There are children that are purposely brought to specific people in order to carry out work tasks on top of sex tasks. It's kind of like that case with uh, the elite British guy, Jeffrey Epstein, who he actually killed himself in the jail cell, allegedly. His story was is that he was using other women to bring him little girls to sexually pleasure him. And because he was wealthy and powerful, nobody assumed, I guess, he was doing anything wrong. Or I guess some people just turned a blind eye to it. It was a recent case of his ex-girlfriend, Ghislaine uh, Maxwell, I think she was recently sentenced uh, due to the corruption with her part that she played with Jeffrey Epstein with bringing underage girls to sexually pleasure him and her. It's so funny because that's a high profile case, but they kept that shit on the low, 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 low. I guess because there were so many high profile players with Jeffrey Epstein that, you know, they kept it on the low as to not alert or allude to all the other high profile players (laughs) although they did drop some heavy hitter names they dropped uh donald trump prince andrew uh queen elizabeth's son and bill clinton yes the former president bill clinton and uh allegedly those were heavy hitters that were hanging heavy with jeffrey epstein Uh, going to his different penthouses and parties, okay? 
and now Prince Andrew is facing his judgment, child. And I don't think he's too happy about that, so I think he's trying to pull Bill Clinton down with him. It sounds like it's about to be a real big mess. But again, outside of these powerful people who hurt innocent children for their own sexual gratification, looking back at the child, the innocent child, the vulnerable child, who's had their mind negatively twisted by all the horrible things that has happened to them. Children are groomed to be sexually assaulted, molested, raped all the time. And what's sad is when these children try to speak up and speak out about what's happening to them because children are smart. They know what hurts and what doesn't. They know what makes them happy, what makes them sad. I don't care how old they are. But when a child reaches out for help and their voice is silenced because they're either told that they're lying or maybe they're complaining too much and coming from emotionally unavailable parents, that child has no one to turn to because that parent isn't invested in that child. That parent is literally emotionally detached from that child. And it's probably due to how the parent was raised as well. The parent was probably raised the same way, and so they do that to the child. And therein creates the cycles of abuse that turn into generational curses. And as a result of these children being sexually abused, they can grow up and become very, very promiscuous. So they sleep around with a lot of people because the sex distracts them from their inner childhood wounds. And it becomes an addiction. And then eventually they may start abusing other drugs like alcohol and other substances that'll numb them to their pain, numb them to their pain of the past. The cycles of sexual abuse is more prevalent in families and family life, period, than we'll ever know. I actually dated someone whose mother asked her to lift up her shirt and her bra to show her her breasts while in front of other people. I'm dead serious, y'all. The mother was sitting up in her bed. She had a cigarette. She had a can of beer. She probably had a joint on the side too, ready to smoke. I was standing there with another person as well as the person that I was dating. And while the mother was sitting up in her bed, she said to her daughter, Lift your shirt up and let me see your titties. Now, as you can imagine, that was completely shocking to me and the other person that was in the room. It was shocking to me because I had never witnessed anything like that in my life. And the person that I was dating at the time did it. She lifted up her shirt and her bra without hesitation and showed her mother her bare breasts. And she smiled while she was doing it. She smiled at her mother and her mother smiled at her as her mother gazed at her breasts and just kept staring at her breasts like she was being turned on by it while she was smoking her cigarette sitting up in her bed. I think that might have been the first time that I recognized sexual abuse within family units. Now, of course, doing my own reflection allowed me to remember things from my past as well. But when you're a kid and you grow up, sometimes you forget about a lot of things that happen to you, right? Which is why reflection is a good thing. It's a good tool to use. 
because it allows you to understand your past and how you got to your present. And if one is really willing to do the work, reflection is definitely a tool that can help to heal you. But in that moment between mother and daughter, when the mother asks the daughter to uh, see her breasts in front of company, to which the daughter complied with a huge smile on her face, you could clearly see that the daughter didn't think she was doing anything wrong because that's her mom, right? That's my mom. Mom isn't going to hurt me, right? Mom asked to see my titties in front of company. That was normal for her, which means that as a child, what in the hell was she being conditioned to? What in the hell was she being groomed to? What in the hell happened to her that made her feel that showing her breasts in front of company because her mother asked, what made her feel that that was normal? Because you see, children, they grow up with all of this trauma that has happened to them and they normalize the trauma and the trauma follows them around into adulthood and they project or play out in their adulthood what was played out in their childhood. And sometimes unconsciously they do it to their own children and sometimes consciously allowing other people to abuse their children because they were abused as children allowing children to pass from hand to hand to hand while them as a parent is emotionally unavailable because they're too busy hanging out, bar hopping, sleeping in everybody's bed, searching for some type of healing for their own issues that will never come because sex addictions and alcohol addictions and drug addictions Healing doesn't come from that. It's actually the complete opposite. Toxicity comes from that. But if one comes from a toxic environment, a lot of times that kid will turn out like that toxic environment. They will literally become the toxic environment while subjecting other innocent kids, people to it. So if you're ever dating someone and you have an encounter where the person you are dating, their parent, asks them to show any of their private parts in front of company or just in front of you. So if the father is saying, yeah, whip it out, son, or, or whip it out, daughter, or if the mother is saying, yeah, yeah, whip it out, baby, let me see them titties, yeah, yeah, let me, yeah, whip out that, let me see that, uh, you know, them lips down there. That's a red flag, y'all. That shit ain't normal. And what you are witnessing is a parent that is manipulating their child, that is emotional, mental abuse. It, it sounds like also a form of like mind control, which I guess could be manipulation. So you might wanna be careful, but in my opinion, I would just say, because that's a definite red flag, to just walk the fuck away. Because if you stay and you decide to build a life with that person that you're dating, you have to know that whatever it is that you're witnessing within that spouse's family unit is exactly what your children are going to be experiencing within your own family unit. Because you would have allowed it in due to not knowing the, the proper signs, the proper red flags. 
It'll be a happy day when more people can do right by children instead of hurting them. It'll be a happy day when more people can choose to heal themselves instead of wallowing in their misery. It'll be a happy day when more people can learn to love themselves unconditionally and know that their past does not have to define them. The only thing is you got to face the past though. You got to acknowledge it and you got to accept it so you can move on. If not, then you'll just stay stagnant and anyone else you encounter will be stagnated by you. I know everybody's got a story, but sometimes I really do wish that, you know, people who want to become parents, that you really, really, really think about why you want to become a parent. Why do you want a baby? I know a lot of people are born out of mistakes happening. They didn't mean to get pregnant, but they just did. But I also know that there are some folks who want babies because they're like, oh, they're so cute. They're cute like baby dolls and they think they're a baby doll. But newsflash, baby dolls are not alive. Baby dolls don't have feelings. Baby dolls don't need anything to exist. And having a child, just to say you have a child or just because you think it's cute or just because you're trying to keep a particular person, that is a very selfish reason for wanting to have a child. You're already setting the child up for failure before they even get here because you're already emotionally detached from the child. Just in that kind of thought process and decision making, you're already detached from the child. And when that child gets here, you, the parent, is just going to go on about your business, your life like you've been going. And the child is just going to be left to the winds, left to be a sheep amidst wolves. And you wonder why there are so many people walking around with mental fucking illnesses, mental issues, having a hard time accepting themselves, having a hard time unconditionally loving themselves, maybe always doubting themselves, not understanding what's the real part of them from what's the fake part of them, using sex, lies, and manipulation as a way of life because that's how they were taught, that's what they were conditioned to, to use people, to abuse people, because that is what happened to them. Break the cycles, y'all. Break the cycles. Be better for the babies. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace and blessings. And I will see you in the next episode.